Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Daddy Unscripted. This is the special Father's Day episode. It's going to be pretty short uh, comparatively with all the other episodes, but I just wanted to record. I said to myself this week, how can this be a podcast about parenthood and fathers if I don't do a Father's Day release? So I'm here to record a very short episode for all of you that is basically going a little bit more into what I touched on briefly on my introduction episode, which is stuff about my dad, because that's what about half of my Father's Day mentality, if not more, is spent on is thinking about my dad and Father's Day's past and what I'm remembering from Father's Day's past and remembering about my dad, etc., So hopefully this won't be too much of a downer. I want to not focus on the uh, downside of missing my dad and not having him here with us or me anymore. But with everything that is going on in the world right now, and yes, I'm going to be a little cliche maybe on that, but when you're missing a loved one, it absolutely touches on that if you allow it to of love the people that you love with ferocity with just complete abandonment of caring who may be seeing or hearing what you are saying and just loving these people while you are here with them and while you are close to them. A lot of you know that I Uber drive here and there and I was Uber driving last night and had a great reminder that just was fitting into this. I had this older couple celebrating the husband's birthday. I didn't dare ask him how old he was, but my guess would be they were in their 60s uh, to some extent. And they had been married 43 years also. And they had two children and two grandchildren. And They live in the same house that they moved out from Indiana to. They live in Dana Point, and they raise their children uh, mostly in this house in Dana Point near Dana Hills High School. And both of their kids have moved back home post-college and live very close to them. And one of their kids' spouse's parents live very close to them as well. And I just thought... I was saying to them, that's so great. That's so cool that you have all of your family is so close by and you're able to all tap into family time with each other and whatnot so easily. But I really was thinking that of who knows like what is going to happen down the road with you parents and your children. They could end up, uh, and, and is it really such a bad thing if they do end up living in, Europe, let's say, and exploring their dreams there and finding their way of life in a, in an entirely different country or far from you. I mean, it may be a fantastic thing for their life and it may be a total bummer for how much or how little you get to see them, but it is something that feeds into enjoying this time while you are close to your family while you are all under one roof for those of you who have kids who have not moved on yet, like myself. I still have many years from that, but I'm very conscious of that thought, at least 
once a week of it's it's slipping away. Everything is moving very quickly and it's a cliche like how fast time moves when you're a parent, but it really does. Your kid who was just learning to walk is now just learning to ride a bike or is like my daughter today, my seven-year-old, in a ballet recital and doing these things and they're going to be in junior high. Oh, there is no junior high anymore. Well, in some parts. They're going to be in middle school and then they're going to be in high school and then they're going to be moving out and slamming their door in your face and telling you that they hate you and telling you to stay out of their life and stop meddling and know you can't read their texts and whatever. So um, (laughs) I'm really going far on this, but this is my reminder, the eve of Father's Day of not only what it meant and what it means to me to be here, to be called a father, but for me to try and slow things down as much as I can every once in a while. And like I did today, just snuggle in with your kids and with your family and love on them and embrace them physically and mentally and just really kind of enjoy what we have in front of us especially if I want to take it even further with the, with the cliches right now, I know that the majority of my audience right now, at least is in the U S and think about what we have and how a lot of us may be scraping by and maybe living paycheck to paycheck, but we also have a roof over our heads and uh, many of us have more than one family vehicle and, So as all of these things are going through my mind as I'm preparing to celebrate with my family and uh, enjoy Father's Day, uh, and and it's just a different kind of feel in my family. My wife's father lives in uh, Bahrain in the Middle East, and so we don't really get to spend any time with her father. And I don't have my dad. He passed away in 1990. So it's really, you know, there's kind of just me and our small family unit. And, you know, I think a lot about my mom and my siblings as they are all kind of going through a little bit of that same experience on Father's Day. But one of the great gifts that I have because of the life that my dad lived before is I can hear his voice, which is so commonplace now. We have videos and pictures and so many things of ourselves and of this day and age. But before all of these smartphones and GoPros and whatever, we didn't really have that kind of access. And my dad was the pastor of a church, a small church in Laguna Beach for many years. And we have uh, a number, not a ton, but we have a bunch of tapes of his old sermons, which is fantastic to be able to have, to be able to hear his voice when I want to, when I feel like I'm able to kind of handle that memory um, because it is so rich. It's not like just going through pictures or seeing some notes that he may have written about something. It's, it's really, you know, his voice and really takes you back. So I'm actually going to 
put a little clip of that here in this podcast episode for you guys to hear um, a little of my dad. And this is just before he started a sermon. This is from July of 1986. And it's funny because I just opened up this one recording to see what what he was talking about and hear if there was a little something that I could play in my podcast that wasn't just him reading the Bible or something like that. And at the beginning of this sermon, before he kind of kicks into it, he's prefacing it by talking about how fragile life is and kind of the same thing that I've been talking about here, which is kind of funny. I just, that just hit me right now. So this little tidbit will fall in line with what I've been saying as well as give you a glimpse at what a big sports fan my dad was and where my love of sport comes from because I really was kind of raised that way. I mean, not that he wanted me to love sports or pushed any of us into that, but I was around him and loved watching sports with him and getting that passion for something that somebody was doing and that we were able to watch together, etc. So uh, here is a little clip from July of 1986 of my dad. In the world of sport, we have been getting reminders of how our hands are, how our lives are in the hands of the Lord. We prayed for Lenny Bias's family a couple of weeks ago, and right after that, Don Rogers died of rapid death. And just this week, the manager of the Kansas City baseball team has been discovered to have a major brain tumor, large brain tumor. And they quoted a couple of the team members of saying, things like this remind us of how um, the game that we play, that we call baseball, uh, fades into insignificance against a life-threatening illness like a a brain tumor. They do not know whether it's malignant or non-malignant until they do the surgery, which is scheduled for Tuesday. And this Dick Hauser is, uh, by all accounts, a, a wonderful man, a great family man. He's just been a very faithful uh, person all, all through his life, and now he's uh, subjected to uh, this real trial and real stress in his life. And each one of us, <clears throat> each day, uh, the Lord wants to remind us of how vital our life is on that day, how important it is. Okay, I hope you guys got anything out of that. I know for those of you who didn't know my dad and for those of you who may not even know me very personally, that may not have really touched you the way that it would um, affect some other people. But I also found it very interesting that that conversation was regarding Len Bias, who, if you are unaware, which many of you probably will be, uh, he was the number one draft pick by the Boston Celtics at that time. And uh, he was one of my older brothers, Michael, who was very big in basketball. He was like his favorite player at that time. And uh, when he died, it was it was very 
stirring to the sports world that didn't happen back then. And uh, that was, it affected my family, uh, my brother, my dad, myself, for sure, for sure. And my dad was a big Lakers fan. I was a Celtics fan. And so that was kind of interesting that uh, there is my dad talking about the Boston Celtics. So, But I spent a lot of today as I was writing my little blog post that you can find on daddyunscripted.com to go along with this episode that may also just populate into the iTunes information, trying to fight off the regret that I always feel about the last few months of my dad's life uh, when his brain cancer was really causing the depreciation of his life to rapidly just go downhill. And it was a very humbling time for him. It was a very rough time for me as a 17-year-old who just could not deal with what was going on and was not old enough and mature enough and just could not wrap my little just fresh out of high school brain around what was going on and and what I should be doing and what I would possibly, even if I thought ahead five years in my life, what I what I would think would be very very obvious that I would have wanted my younger self to do. And I really battle that regret. I think that alone has taught me a lot about trying to do better and thinking about things down the road in a way that some people might think is a little bit unhealthy or a little extreme, but I do really think about that stuff. And especially, I think it kicked in a lot as well when one of my best friends from seventh grade on, um, this guy named Jason Rodarmel, who uh, some of you who listen may also have known, he lived a fantastic life. He loved like nobody and he loved his friends and his family and his his little unit family of his wife and his two kids and he poured forth effort into people and he just really lived and he has this legacy that made me understand the word legacy. Really, that's the easiest way to put his legacy. Uh, when I was at his memorial service, it just bowled me over how big that word was and how many people's lives he had touched and how much better they were for knowing him. And like I said, he was 39 years old. He was having a conversation with somebody in the middle of the day and he collapsed and he was basically dead before he got to the hospital, I believe. And he just had uh, something very specifically and intricately wrong with his heart. And it devastated me. It completely crushed me. And when I think about how much his life affected people in life, and how much it affected people that he died and how much his life and his legacy and basically his legend has affected people since 
he is gone as well is just tremendous to me and is something that I think any person would strive for if they realized how possible and attainable that was. And I'm saying all this, but I don't do all these things every day. I really don't. Um, I don't show the most patience all the time with my kids as I wish I would. And I wish I could, uh, do I love them more than my own life? Yes, absolutely. Do I exemplify that with every one of my actions with them? Maybe not. I, I, I try to, but I'm not a perfect person. I just am not, but I do try and I will never be the man that my dad was. I will never be the man that Jason Rodarmo was, but what I can do is be the absolute best Tim Wheaton that I can be and be the Tim Wheaton that I was designed to be basically and the kind that will uh, lead my kids into their own amazing lives as they move forward in their lives. And that's what I kind of need to remember to do in life. So uh, on this Father's Day, I wish all of you dads a happy Father's Day. I applaud all of you guys out there who are doing your darndest to raise your kid well. That sounded dumb. And I know I don't cuss a lot, but it just sounds better to say damnedest. It just does. So I'm going to say it. You're doing your damnedest to raise your kid right, to care for your family, to maybe bring home the bacon or support your wife that is bringing home the bacon and being able to do all of those things and keep it together and keep your family together. I raise my glass, which I actually have one. Hear that ice? I made myself a little cocktail. Um, I raise my glass to you guys and say salute to all the dads out there because it is a tough job. Yes, it is not anywhere tough as being a mom is. And I will, I will very heavily specify that. I am fully on board with that idea that being a mom is the toughest freaking job in the world. Being a parent is tough. And this is not a podcast about finding recognition for us dads. It's just a podcast about, hey, being a dad is tough. It may not be as tough, but I'm not in the comparison game. And let's talk about how weird that is for us guys who maybe don't have the parenting skill or the parenting innate ability within us from day one or from year 13 or whatever it is in our lives. I know that it can be very difficult for us to do and it is parenting as a group structure or as an individual structure as a single dad or as a single mom. It's a tough farging job. So I salute all of you men women, all of you parents, moms and dads, all of you grandparents who are pitching in. 
I raise my glass to all of you because it is a tough job and it is the most important job that we can do in our lives. And I really do 100% believe that, that raising our kids and all of us doing our part to create what can and should be fantastic adults moving ahead in the world is super important. So here's to you guys. Happy Father's Day. I hope you enjoyed this little tiny little episode. And uh, there will be a new episode coming out on Tuesday, which I believe is with Jason Green, which is a, a really cool episode. I think you'll all enjoy. So again, you can find uh, Daddy Unscripted on Facebook, on Twitter, both as Daddy Unscripted. You can find the website at daddyunscripted.com. Uh, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. If you find us on iTunes, it's about the halfway mark. I think there's about a month left for me to get a bunch of reviews and ratings and subscriptions in order to possibly make the uh, new and noteworthy page, and that will bring a lot of people in. Uh, for those of you who have guests that you think I should uh, speak with and have on the show, let me know. You can send me an email to daddyunscripted at gmail.com. Or you can drop me a line through any of those social social media paths. And I'm watching my kids on the monitor right now, and they're both sound asleep. So all is going pretty well right now. So happy Father's Day again. Thank you, moms, for helping us be fathers. We couldn't do it without you. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time, which should be Tuesday. <laughs>